Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. What does it mean when someone is found not guilty by reason of insanity in a court of law? In movies and on television shows, a standard legal defense for a criminal defendant is insanity or temporary insanity. We also hear about this from time to time in real life, of course, but it's not an especially common legal defense. To most of us, the legal reasoning behind this defense is fairly mysterious, even though we've probably seen it played out dozens of times. On a typical lawyer show, the defense lawyer brings in a psychologist that says that the defendant should not be held accountable for his or her actions because he or she has a certain mental illness that interferes with his or her reasoning capacity. If the jury thinks the person actually does have this mental illness, it finds him or her not guilty by reason of insanity. 
This raises a number of questions that most shows don't answer very clearly. For example, why does being mentally ill excuse somebody from criminal guilt? Or, how is a jury of regular people qualified to determine whether or not someone is mentally ill? Or, what level of mental illness constitutes insanity? Or, how do you prove somebody is or was insane when they committed a crime? The main reason that this concept is so confusing is that lawyer shows and press coverage of actual cases often don't clarify the distinction between insanity and mental illness. Mental illness and mental disorder are psychiatric concepts, while insanity is a cultural and legal concept. In the U.S. Court of Law, as well as courts in some other countries, insanity and mental illness are related conditions, but they are by no means synonymous. Mental illness at the time of the offense is a prerequisite for the not guilty by reason of insanity ruling, but legal insanity is not simply a judgment of whether or not a person has a mental illness. The law varies from state to state, but in most courts that recognize the insanity defense, Someone is found to be legally insane if he or she meets one of three conditions. First, because of a mental disorder, the defendant did not understand that what he or she was doing was illegal. Second, because of a mental disorder, the defendant did not know what he or she was doing. Or third, because of a mental disorder, the defendant was compelled to commit the crime by an irresistible force. So why is a person who meets these conditions not guilty of the crime? The reasoning is actually based on one of the most fundamental tenets of the justice system in the United States and many other countries. With most offenses, a person is only guilty of a crime if he or she actually intended to commit the crime. If you accidentally bump into someone with your car, you're not guilty of assault. But you would be guilty if you bumped into them intentionally in exactly the same way. The action is the same, but you have not committed the crime because you didn't intend to. You may be guilty of a lesser crime, though, e.g. reckless driving. Mental illnesses can alter a person's conception of reality so that he or she does not realize the criminal nature of his or her actions or has no choice but to commit the crime. When this is the case, certain courts believe the person lacks this element of intention necessary for criminal guilt. To prove legal insanity, the defense must provide credible expert testimony that says how the defendant is, or was at the time of the crime, mentally ill, and then explain why this sort of mental illness means that the defendant did not intend to commit a crime. The jury does not decide whether the defendant is mentally ill. It simply determines whether or not the defense's expert testimony has demonstrated this fact and then decides whether or not this mental disorder meant that he or she did not intend to commit the crime. Mental illness alone is no defense. A person who suffers from deep psychosis will still be considered guilty if he or she commits a crime intentionally. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.